Shabbos, Perik Yud Zayin, Mishnah Base, 17.2. In the previous Mishnah, we had made an introduction that said there are three primary categories of Muktzah, which were Muktzah Machmas Gufo, Muktzah Machmas Chesron Kis, and Klish Malach This Mishnah will focus on the third of those, the Klish Malach That's a utensil whose primary use is for doing some kind of Malacha, which is forbidden on Shabbos, and therefore it's Muktzah, it's off-limits on Shabbos. However, when it comes to muktzah, in general, the rule is it may not be moved directly, um, but it can be moved indirectly in one of two ways, either what's called kala'achar yad, in an unusual way, literally in the, with the back of the hand, but it means using your toes, your elbow or something to move it, um, or it could be done, moved, tiltul uh, hatsad, moved indirectly. And that's true for all three categories of muktzah, as well as the, the minor categories. This mission will focus on the Klish Malachtal Isser, and we're talking here about a utensil which you normally use for forbidden activities, therefore it's Muktzah. But if you're going to use it um, for a permissible use, which is either what's called Tzorch Gufo or Tzorch Makomo, either you need the thing itself, and the mission will give a number of examples of that. Like, for example, you want a hammer, which is Muktzah because it's usually for construction, to open a nut, so that would be a permitted use, that's Tzorach Gufo. Um, it also is permitted to move Mukta, that is a Klishim Lach if you're moving it Tzorach Makomo because you need the place. So you want to sit down on the couch, someone left the hammer on the couch, you can move the hammer directly, no need to use Tiltul Manatzad or Kalachiyad. Direct movement is permitted um, for the space that the, the Klishim Lach is taking up. What you may not do um, with the Klishim Lach Le'isser, is move it directly if it's for the benefit of the Kli itself. So that's what the Chazal referred to as Mechama Le'tzela, from the sun into the shade, meaning you see someone left your hammer in the sun, you're afraid it's going to get warped. You can't pick it up and move it, but you can't move it at all really out of the sun into the shade, um, because to protect the hammer, that's disallowed. But our mission here is going to say that if you have a permitted use, meaning it's Tzorach Gufo, you have a direct use for this particular Kli, even though normally it's a Kalisha Malachle Isra Muktza, if you have a permitted use, you can use it even directly in the normal way. So here the Mishnah says, Notel Adam Kornos, a person could pick up and take a hammer, Lefatseabo Esa Gozim, to knock open nuts. That's, of course, a permitted thing to do. Vakardom, same goes if you have a little, a little axe, a hand axe, Lachtoch Esa Devela, to cut out a wedge of a fig cake. Again, a hatchet or a little axe is used for, you know, chopping things. That's, of course, a malacha of one kind or another. But we're using it for a permitted use here to take up a piece of a wedge and some food. So it's permitted. Magera, that's a handsaw. Handsaw is, again, a construction thing. However, ligrorba es hagvina, if you want to slice off a piece of cheese with your handsaw, that's permitted. Magrefa, magrefa is like a fire shovel or like a rake. Like from Hilchel Shabbos, grufa uktuma, if it's raked. So this was to rake out the coals. So you take that fire, the thing you'd use in your fireplace, ligrofba esagrogros, you want to use like that little fire shovel to scoop out some dried figs from the bucket. You could, yes, use it because it's a permitted use um, with that otherwise forbidden to be used tool. Esarachas v'esamazleg l'ases alav l'katan. These are two different winnowing tools. Remember winnowing, that's um, zora from Hilchah Shabbos. So this is a rachas, like a kind of a flat, um, winnowing fork and a mazleg is a like a pitchfork. Both these things, the idea is you're using it to turn over or throw up in the air um, the mixture of wheat and chaff to separate the wheat from the chaff with the wind. 
That's, of course, a malach on Shabbos. However, if you need it, to put something on it to reach out to a child, meaning like two possible scenarios are either A, the child is playing you know, on the other side of the river and you don't want to get wet, so you don't want to walk across to give him his, I don't know what. So you put it on the long pitchfork instead and hand it over like that. And alternatively, let's say you're, um, let's say you're Tame and the child is Tahor, you want to keep your distance from him. Um, for whatever reason, so again, you could put use this winnowing tool, which is normally a klish malachleiser, for handing something over, which is a hetzer purpose. Esa kush ve'esa karkar litchovbo. The kush is a spindle, um, like used in weaving. You can just Google it if you want to see a picture of that. Um, the spindle. Um, the karkar is the weaver's pick that was used um, to separate threads. Both these things are kind of long, skinny tools. Could be sharp on one side, so. We're using it kind of like a toothpick. Triva is like um, the verb that would be to take like a toothpick and stick it through the olive. That's litchov, like to pierce, to puncture, to skewer. So here, if you're having your hors d'oeuvres and you can't find yourself a toothpick, and you want it, you can find a handy spindle or weaver's um, pick, so then you can use that instead for picking up your olives. Machat shelyad. This is a regular sewing needle, like a hand needle. Little bo esa coats. You can use that to remove a thorn, let's say it's stuck in your finger. Um, here, just so you know, of course, the the needle is muktza machmas, muktza is a klish malachla iser, because weaving and, or sewing is forbidden as a malacha. Um, but separately, if you're removing, using a needle to remove a thorn, that could make one bleed, and making you bleed, of course, is also forbidden. But that's a side point. Now, if one, the reason why it's permitted to actually remove a splinter on Shabbos, if it's hurting you, is because um, if one is caused to bleed by removing the splinter on accident, that's called the Dabr Shedem It wasn't intended, so you're now under abundant territory, and because of you're lacking in Malachs Machshavas, you didn't intend to make yourself bleed. Um, and now the rabbis are lenient because of the sake of relieving pain for this Dabr Shedem Muscovin. So that's why you can remove the thorn with a needle. Vishel Sakaim, if you have like a more like commercial industrial sized needle, a larger needle that's used to make sacks as opposed to clothing, Liftoch Bo S Hadelis. You can use it to like open a door, kind of like think skeleton key style. Um, so the door is closed, you use it as like a, you need to don't have a key, you can wedge that in the door to pry it open or if the door is a lock um, with your long needle. Pick the lock.